welcome to the Ridgeback Recap on myRadio.ca. We are your hosts, Kayla and... Corrado. We're back to talk about everything you need to know about the Ridgebacks men's hockey team. Fortunately, there's not much to know. <laughs> Thankfully, though, this will be our final show where there's no games to talk about. Isn't that crazy? I'm excited. Uh, we have some interviews today. We have one interview with uh, Coach Curtis. And we also have Andrew Siriuth to talk about the preseason game that is tomorrow, Thursday, 7 p.m. at the Campus Ice Center. How excited are we? I'm excited. I'm kind of nervous for them at the same time. Well, it's a preseason game. That's what it's, it's a for. preseason game. You know, a lot of these guys have, well, all of them haven't played a hockey game in 18 months. <laughs> so it's like... But I think they're, when we talked to them, they were all pretty excited about getting back, though. Oh, 100%. So. Yeah, uh, just a sneak peek on Andrew's interview. I, I asked them, like, you know, are we looking to take it easy this first game because it's preseason, we don't want to get injured, or are we just going all out to win? And he's like, we're, we're going to try and win this game. Oh, Which yeah. Obvious, obviously, that was the answer I was expecting. I kind of just threw him a lob, and he hit it out of the park with a quote. I mean, I don't think any team would go into a game not wanting to win, so... Um, so for us Canadians here, it was Thanksgiving this weekend on yes. Monday. A lot of I have a lot of American friends who find that really weird that we have Thanksgiving one on a Monday, and two in October. <laughs> I don't know; it doesn't seem weird to me. Well, because you, I guess you'd you have to see it at that. Yeah. Yeah. So in in the states, it's on the third Thursday of November, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. So I find it really odd that it's in October. Well, and I you find know it what? odd that theirs was on a Thursday. You know what? <laughs> I see where they're coming from. I'm going to tell you why. Why? In October, we already have Halloween. Mm-hmm. And then we go all of November with, like, nothing. And then December's Christmas. So we have a whole month of just dread. Because then it starts getting cold and wet outside. And it's no fun. It's not cold enough to do all the things you can do, like, when it's winter. Mm-hmm. But it's not hot enough to do all the things you can do when it's summer. So it's literally just bleh. I don't know. I like the weather for Thanksgiving in October, though. Because I guess November, you're kind of getting a little colder, right? So you can... Like, I go to my cottage. I go to my cottage Thanksgiving. inside. Yes, but Thanksgiving isn't all about just eating food. Oh, I completely disagree. (laughs) (laughs) Prado's just there for the food. 100%. Nothing else. And I'm thankful for, you know, that stuff, but it's the food. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Just the food. Um, But uh, also... Last week, we did promise some videos on the Instagram, and someone decided not to do it. No, actually, we just didn't even think of it. Oh, we hun- I thought of it. You're so like, no, that's no. okay. See, I, see, he's like, oh, I thought of it. So then why did you not? The truth is, we did record videos, but Kayla was just not very good, so we decided, she, so she decided not to post it. That is not true. Because I remember you, like, I wish I got it on video. What happened? Okay, so he says he toe-picked. I did toe-pick. The oh pop, he shoots, he shoots the fuck in the net. How did I shoot the it's fuck in the already, net, though? Wait, what did I do to, no, what, no, no, what did listen, I do to shoot listen, the fuck in the net? It's already in the net. It's already in the net. Karana <laughs> <laughs> goes flying <laughs> into the net. Like, just like dives. And I'm like, the, the puck was already in the net. So, what she's, saying, what she's saying is that I intentionally dove on the ice to put the puck into the net after I dangled her, first of all. I got I dangled her. And then... Oh, after like the 20 times. So, I, my I, argument is I'm not wearing any gear. Why would I purposely dive on the ice into a metal net with... I had a helmet on, but with no other gear on. 
Was, Why would I do that on purpose? Okay, so I was in front of him, so I all I saw was you just sliding. I, I toe picked. It was so funny. In my opinion, toe picking is way more embarrassing though. Why wouldn't you just go with that? It's so funny. Because I'm not falling intentionally. No, I'm not falling intentionally. You, you know what though? I fell on my own. The other thing that happened, Scan and I were playing keep away. And I actually broke her ankle. Like literally, I dangled her, and she fell, and she rolled her ankle. <laughs> okay. Let's hear it. What do you have to say? Okay, so we were in the the middle circle, like the face-off circle. The rule the, the rule is that the puck isn't allowed to leave the circle when you're yeah. stick handling. So I'm on like the edge of the circle here, and I'm like, you had the puck. And I was dangling, I and I dangled you. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then like I just. I don't even know. Yeah, I can't even defend myself. I, I <laughs> literally dangled you and no broke way. your ankle. No, yeah, I totally, like, I got back up. <laughs> <laughs> After, like, 30 seconds of writhing in I pain. I got back up. Because I, I broke your up. ankle. I got like, back actual. up. Like, <laughs> actual. I can't even defend myself, though. Like, I did. I did fall. But I think the diving, because I just, to see you diving after the puck is already in the net. That's so funny. Okay. So, I guess we'll get back on the topic here and stop. Talking about that. <laughs> so, um, like Prada already said, the Ridgebacks will be playing the Laurier Golden Hawks this Thursday, which is tomorrow, 7 p.m., at the Campus Ice Center. So, it's right here on campus. Um, so, both teams have actually accepted a lot of first-year players. Well, so, it's, so, it's really going to be, like, a whole new... Like, we can't even look at the stats, so we don't want to get into the stats of last year on who won and lost. Cause it's not really even gonna, last year, two years ago. Two years ago. And, so, and the, the thing is, is, like... It's not just one set of first years, it's two set of first years. Because last year, they, they took play. recruits, but they didn't play any games. Yeah. And then this year, they took recruits, right? So it's two full sets of, of recruits for almost both teams. And that's... It's, it's, really it's almost it's crazy. Game. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, there's, no, there's no precedent to look at to see, like, what team has the advantage. Unless you really want to do a deep dive on each individual player for each team and look at their... You can look at coaching, but even then, even with coaching, like, it's going to be a completely different team how they work together and everything so there's we don't want to get into that because there's just no point which is exciting though i think that's gonna be exciting like a whole new team well not a whole new team it's almost a whole new team almost there's a couple fifth years yeah yeah so they play laurier and then also this saturday they play in waterloo which is where laurier plays um the rest of their preseason look is looking like they're gonna play against guelph york carlton and toronto uh, that's the rest of their preseason. And then after that, their home opener, their first game of the season, is Friday, November 5th against Nipsing here on campus. Um, and what's actually wild is I was looking at the schedule earlier today. They, throughout the whole season, from November until about the end of February, they only play three teams. Yep. And that's because of, you know, the COVID restriction, all the divisions, they're only playing divisional games. I do feel like with that, though, the more you play the same team, the more you figure out their strategy It's going to well. be very similar to the uh, to the NHL season last year where you were only playing divisional games. And yeah. every every single game almost felt like a, like a playoff game because, you know, you're playing them one night and then you're probably going to see them again either the next night or a night, like the night after. And it's like... It's, it's gonna. It, these teams are after a few like games of playing against each other. They're really not gonna like each other. No, they're not gonna like seeing they're gonna the same faces. They're gonna have some rivalries. Rival. You're gonna have to say that. Rival. <laughs> rivalries. There you go. There you go. Um. Yeah. There's gonna be. I just feel like they're gonna get to know gameplay and figure out lines that work with other lines. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what's frustrating is that all of these schools are really far. Yeah. <laughs> so the away games are gonna be. 
quite the challenge for um Toronto's not bad. Well, it's Queens. No, 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 and it's not that that's that's the that's the like exhibition. That's oh, the yeah, preseason. Only preseason. They only play Nipsing, RMC, and Queens. They do live stream them though. Yeah, they do live stream them, but you know, We've been away from hockey for 18 months. I feel like people are going to really want to watch these games live. I'm hoping that tomorrow, it's not regular season, it's still just preseason, but I'm really hoping that tomorrow is like close to a packed barn at the Campus Ice Center. Oh, yeah, I hope. Yeah. It'd be nice for them to get way more people than just us. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it, it, it's wild because, um, you know, sneak peek into the uh, Curtis's interview. They apparently some schools have a uh, like a bigger ice. It's an Olympic size ice. So there's a difference between like NHL ice and Olympic ice. NHL ice is 200 feet in length, and then the width I believe is 85 feet. I cannot tell you. I I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> what it is. And an Olympic ice is also 200 feet in uh, length, but the width is 100 feet. So and if you if you've ever been to the Camp Ice Center, it's not. Olympic size. Like, no, it's that's, actually pretty that's, small. that's NHL size. It's, yeah, I, I find it, like, actually a pretty small. Then you were probably playing right. an Olympic size ice when you were younger. Yeah, not too, I just find it a pretty small rink, so I feel like it's either going to be a benefit or it's going to be harder for them, well, but sometimes it's better because you can have more ice to go wide. So Olympic, Olympic size ice is known for, like, it's a... People say it's a faster game. I almost disagree. I actually, I, I agree that it's not just because like you have more time to pass. Not only that, you to... have more ice, but so you have more ice to work with creatively, like to yeah. you know, make a nice passing play. But at the same time, you have to cover, you have like, you got to defend more you have ice. A lot of you space have to, to cover, yes. you have to cover more ice in the defensive end. And that's, I almost feel like a lot of, a lot of, Olympic like size ice games when you watch them they're very possessional they're very like get into the zone and start working it rather than a break like a break like a like a quick break like a fast break kind of thing it's all very almost slow paced in my opinion well I do feel like people would say it's like faster just because you have more like passing going on so it goes a lot quicker because you're just going like bang bang like maybe down. they mean like, like there's not as many whistles like there's not yeah. as many stoppages in play yeah yeah that's true um, but yeah, like I said, there are six preseason games starting uh, on the 14th, so tomorrow, and then it goes until the 30th of October, and then November 5th is the home opener, and they also play on Saturday the 6th, the very next day. It's a back-to-back, um, -back, and they're both going to be right here on campus. Yes, that's exciting. Like, I feel like, I don't know, I always found that playing two games, like, Back after another, I just feel like, like it's by the second day. game, you're just more. I don't know, you're almost more in tune, but at the same time, it's like we didn't, you know, we didn't play very high level of hockey, it wasn't that mm. fast. These guys, you know, youth sports is youth sports, oh, yeah, it's very high level, it's very fast paced. They might like the break or they don't. We they, don't. I wouldn't be surprised to see lineup changes in between, you know, like a back to back because you have to think about it, it's you got you have to worry about. Three, uh, four or five months of a season. It's not just that those two games, right? right. You got you to worry about the fatigue of the players. You got to, you know, think about that stuff. And you know, with such a short, condensed schedule and only playing less teams, injuries are also going to be a big factor this season. It's yeah. going to be how teams can control their roster and and try to stay as healthy as they can. Because you know, with a condensed schedule, it means more games and more nights, kind of thing. Yes, I can see that as well. Well, coming up after the music break, we'll be talking about some interviews and some players.
Don't forget that you can follow us on social media at DCSA Riot Radio and as well as our personal podcast Instagram at Ridgeback Recap, which at the time the script was written, it was 41 followers. I'm going to get a live update. It's still going to be the same. Still 41 followers. We're going to play some music for you right now. We'll be right back here on riotradio.ca. again to the Ridgeback recap on ridgeback.ca. So we're going to we're going to take a little little detour here. Obviously Toronto's idea, keep in mind. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously Ridgeback recap and Ontario Tech Ridgebacks, but very special night. Wednesday, October 13th. Well, I guess yesterday would have been the special night. NHL hockey is back finally and the Leafs home opener is tonight. I don't know if it's their home opener. The Leafs first game is tonight. <laughs> And obviously, if you're watching, I have my Leafs jersey on. And I'm ready to be hurt again. You will. <laughs> yeah, I probably will. I'm trying to have faith, but... No shot. No. They can go 82-0. and 0. They can win 82 games and zero losses. And I'm, I'm just... still going to be like, well, it's the first round. I'm yeah. still not over last season. I don't think anyone is. I'm not going to get Did over Did you it. watch the Amazon documentary? The no, docuseries? I didn't. It just <laughs> makes me even more mad. Because really? they shape it. To where they're up 3-1, and you know they lose in the series. So if you don't know the story, at least we're up 3-1 against the Montreal Canadiens in the series, not in the game, in the series. So they literally needed one more win in four games. And obviously they're the Leafs, and they didn't get it. So they lost the next three games in a row and were eliminated in the first round That's again. Such, like, Leafs luck, though. Like, everyone was cursed. like, oh, we're going to win. The this team, is it. Like, one more win, and then... The team is literally cursed. You want to know how they're cursed? You remember the last time they won the Stanley Cup? Do you know the year? I do not. 1967. But that's sad. Like, yeah. not many people would know. So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Leafs Leaf fans know. So, anyway, I was looking at stats last season. 
For goals for, they were sixth in the league. For goals against, they were seventh. 67. 1960. Yeah. The team's cur- literally cursed. Another way they're cursed, Austin Matthews out of the lineup tonight. Yeah. Ilya McKayev out of the lineup tonight. He's going to be out for a while. Matthews just day-to-day. And then yesterday, Mitch Marner and Wayne Simmons got tangled up in practice. And Simmons tr- and tripped Marner, and Marner's hurt. No. And they don't know if he's going to play tonight. Cursed. It's not a good way to start cursed off. It's franchise. Not. Actually cursed. I'm hoping they can do something. They're not going to. <laughs> I, I will be the one to say they will. I and then I'll just be disappointed. But no I'll say faith. they will. Absolutely zero. All right. Mm-hmm. Detour over. Okay, yeah. Keep going. <laughs> so, done with that conversation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to get into our interviews now. We, uh, we, had the, we had the opportunity to speak to Andrew Siriuth. He is going to be playing his first game with the Ridgebacks. First preseason game tomorrow. His first actual game will be on November 5th. Um, before joining the Ridgebacks, he played in the OJHL, which is a junior A, uh, just junior league here in Canada. Uh, he played there for four full seasons. His career stat, and a little bit of, he had like a, I think he played six games, one like in a, in a shorter season. His career stats in 215 games, this is including regular season and playoffs. He had 37 goals, 92 assists, and 165 points. Now that's crazy. Yeah, well, the, so that's including, you know, his first few years where he wasn't producing as much. You'll see his final year here in a second. He played for three different teams, the Kingston Voyagers, the Collingwood Colts, and the Trenton Golden Hawks. Golden Hawks, eh? That's interesting. Yeah. Laurier, Golden I'm, Hawks, Trenton Golden Hawks. That's, that's kind of strange. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, in his final year before joining the Ridgebacks, he had 23 goals, 34 assists, good for 57 points in 50 games. So he was over a point per game. And he split his time between two teams. He played for the Collingwood Colts, where he had the captaincy on. And he played for the Trenton Golden Hawks. So, uh, yeah, now we'll listen to Andrew and see what he has to say about this upcoming season. Obviously, we're about one week out from the first pre- preseason game. How prepared do you guys feel? I feel really good. Um, felt like this past month of training camp and practice has went really well. It's been a good opportunity for guys who have been, you know, in the COVID scenarios where there's no ranks open and stuff. Got a chance to get back on the ice, get a feel for it. And, you know, now we're just itching for a game and testing ourselves in game, but we're feeling good. Is there, um, is there a certain level of thought that, you know, it's a preseason game, don't want to get hurt, or are you guys just going out to try to win this game? I think we're going out to try to win a game. Um, anytime you get a chance to step on the ice and have a real game situation, you always want to go as hard as you can because you, you're always trying to impress people. You never know who might be watching. So it's going to be a really good game, and we haven't played games in two years, so people want to get back at it. Has there, has there been, like, a difference of the level of play or the tenacity of play from this scrimmage and the first couple that you guys did? Yeah, I think so. I think it's just a fact of guys getting more ice and getting a feel for it again. Now you get to these scrimmages and the fourth one or whatever third one we've had, and guys are fine. They want to play. It feels like a game almost. You know, we're starting to hit a little more. Pucks are starting to move faster, and guys are skating faster, so it's feeling good. All right, thanks, man. Appreciate it. So next we talk to head coach Curtis. What's his last name? You did that on purpose. I did. Hodgins. Close enough. <laughs> no, I got it. Hod- Hodgins? Yeah, Hodgins. Curtis Hodgins. I literally got that. He did it on purpose because right before this, I was like, I wanted to get his last you name You butchered right. it like three times. No, I but didn't. you got it. I'm proud of Hodgins. Got it. Anyways, <laughs> um, he joined the Ridgebacks in uh, 2015 as their coach. Um, he was head coach in the Ontario Junior Hockey League for 16 seasons, which is a lot. It's a long time. It's a long time. Uh, where he coached 750 regular season games. That's 
That just seems like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the first season with Ontario Tech, he led the team to win 18 games and advanced to the second round of the playoffs for the first time in history, actually, for the Ontario Tech team, which is pretty cool. So now we'll go into that interview with, with uh, Curtis. Um, obviously, tomorrow is the first game. Um, are like, what, 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 what's the plan for the roster? Like, are you having guys that are for sure on the team playing in the preseason to get them ready, or some people that are still you're not sure about? Like, when it comes to the actual full roster. Yeah, so, so what I'd say is we still have uh, we have six exhibition games, so we're gonna uh, kind of take it week by week by week here. Uh, uh, the one thing is that there's open competition here. Um, we've been off for 18, 19 months here, and uh, I've said to the guys all summer that it's open competition. It's you up to you to come in and, and make your impression, and we're not gonna have any preconceived notions. Uh, you got four weeks of training camp, and then three weeks of exhibition games to make your impression. So we're still at that stage. We're gonna give guys opportunities. Uh, every guy will play in, in one game this week. So guys will play them both and then as we get into next week we'll we'll, we'll revisit it again um you know as, as we move through the exhibition season we're going to start to start looking for potential line combinations or, or combos even you know twosomes that, that we might think play might play off, play off each other well and start experimenting that way uh, you know uh period by period game by game whatever it might be uh with an eye towards you know, games five and six against Carleton and U of T, our last two exhibition games, uh, we want to use those as, as real good tune-ups uh, so that we're ready to go the following week. Okay, um, I just have a quick question. So I know you were sure. talking about um, how you can't bring your whole team to away games. So do you already right. have, like, an idea of who you're going to bring or are you going to go, like, game by game? Yeah, so, I mean, the first week we, we've done two tentative rosters. Uh, we've got one for tomorrow night team that we'll, uh, we'll provide to the players this afternoon at practice. And then we have a tentative one for Saturday that will stay within the coaches until we get through tonight's game and see if there's any injuries. Uh, you know, who we might want to see at another time. Uh, you know what combinations we may want on uh, on Saturday, so we may make some alterations. But we have uh, two tentative rosters done right now. Okay. Um. So, as far as the schedule goes for the regular season, you're only playing three different teams. Is there like a tactical approach to that when it comes to the like the actual guys playing? Are you gonna have the same guys playing against the same teams? Even goalies? Like, how how is that gonna work? Yeah, I think that'll play itself out over the course of the season. Um, you know, only playing three teams and having the games spread out more than they usually would be. But we'll make things a little bit different uh, in terms of how you utilize your roster. Um, you know, uh, no matter who you play, no matter what season you're in, uh, you're going to judge your, uh, you're going to tailor your roster to your opponents uh, in, in terms of uh, if you're playing a real fast team or, or for instance, on a real big rink. Uh, next week, for instance, we go to two rinks, we go to two rinks that are Olympic size ice in New York and uh, Guelph. Now, they're exhibition games, so it's, it's not as important. But if that was a real, you know, real regular season, we're playing on a big rink, then we probably want our faster lineup uh, in, in that game. If we're going to go play a big, strong, you know, big team like uh, the Queens is usually, then we're probably going to want to have a bigger, stronger roster in, in that night. And, uh, 
and what have you. So we're going to get to know our roster, our opponents this year, real well. Uh, it's going to be a, a, something we're not used to. So uh, it'll be a game of uh, cat and mouse all year, and lots of adjustments from coaches, and uh, lots of adjustments with the rosters. Okay. Kayla, something to okay. say. Before before we talk about those interviews, I need to say something. I made a mistake. I I need to say something. Okay, so. We did that interview with Curtis over the phone. Obviously. Yes. Wasn't. And, okay, during the interview, let me demonstrate to the camera if you guys are watching. So. <laughs> Here, you want my phone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so. My camera flashlight's off. <laughs> we had the recording. Like, so, I was recording. No, I got it. <laughs> I was recording. So, Corrado calls Curtis on his phone. So, it's sitting here. He's on speakerphone. I have the audio recording. So, I'm recording the audio. And it's like this. So, we're just going on with the interview. Corrado here <laughs> mutes the call. And I'm like, why is he muting the call? Mutes the call. Coughs. Thinking that it won't pick it up. I completely forgot. There's another phone that's recording. Like, the most so, important one. No, the most important one that actually picked up the audio. But you can't mute you... that, can you? No. That's <laughs> gone. What am I supposed to do? So that's Walk what out of the room and come so, back? Yes. You definitely should have. Probably. So you can hear that in the audio clip. Um, I'm gonna See, here's the thing. They might not have. They might not have heard it. I heard it. Oh, they might not have. They, so might, they probably they, might have yeah. thought it was someone okay, else. So and now they know it's me. Play you it just looked at that camera and it can't see you. Could you imagine? So uh, yeah, here's your phone back. Woo. Okay, just leave it. <laughs> so I just needed to say that because she needed to put me on blast. No, yeah, because I have because been the last one. week she decided to say Hockney, and now I can't pronounce. Um, rivalry. Go ahead, let's hear it. Rivalry. That was close. That was close <laughs> enough. So I've been the one that's messing up. So I just needed to do that because it's so funny. We actually we talked about saying that it was a random person outside of the room. No, we didn't. We did. You I was said like, maybe they'll think that, I was and like, oh, I was like, yeah, all right, cool. It. And then now you decided to put me on blast. I had to. I had to because it was really funny. Because I don't know why you muted the call because you didn't want Curtis to hear. Nice. Obviously. But then, like, but then everyone you could, else listening can now hear. You could see the gear turning in your head, like, <laughs> oh no! Like after he coughed, he just turned back around. He was like, <laughs> like, oh, man. like oh, it was so funny. Okay. You know what? Everyone makes mistakes. It's okay. Everybody has those days. Everybody knows. Okay. That's copyrighted. That's Hannah Montana. <laughs> it's copyrighted. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm the kidding. one singing it. <laughs> it's a quote, quote, end quote. Hannah Montana. <laughs> oh man um anyway to talk about what the, the important part of the interview okay. which was curtis and not yeah. me coughing <laughs> so um so when we asked them considering that we're only playing the same three teams uh you know he was he was saying that some teams might run like a bigger like a like we'll have like a bigger like heavier group and then he's gonna look to match that and play the heavier guys and then guys that like and then teams that, that are a little bit smaller, he's going to play the faster guys. And I just find it interesting. It's almost it's almost like like in basketball. In the NBA, typically you'll have what's called a um, like like a like a big line, and then it's like a big ball and small ball. So basically, if you're trying to play a game style of defending and rebounds, you'll play with the bigger people. But then if you're trying to score, you'll play smaller guys who can shoot threes and you know do ac acrobatic layups and stuff like that. And having a season like this where you're only playing the 
same three teams throughout the whole way, it's almost like you have to do something like that. Yeah. Because, like, like I touched on earlier, injuries are going to be a really big factor. And, uh, you know, one guy goes down, and that can completely change the way your lineup looks. Yeah, I feel like, because Curtis did say they have an idea. They have their two the two rosters, but I it's definitely going to be, like, game by game. They're going to have to... So he said for the yeah he said for the preseason they're just gonna look at start start looking at line combination or even just duos that work and then they'll run a third guy in and see find those those matchups because you know like like every team so many first time players it you is know you just... only have I don't know the exact number but it, it it can't be more than five or six guys returning that have played games yeah. for Ontario Tech right I feel like it is just the first game like first preseason game tomorrow so well, the pre- I feel like we're gonna see a lot of changes in line if you're gonna sure. if, if there's gonna be if you're gonna make like a big mistake you got to do it within these six games right that's 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 just that's the thing you know it, it it now now's the time to really start building like the team and building the lines and building the combos and all that stuff i like to mention that i'm very excited this is our last preseason show well not the last preseason show because these next six games okay, are preseason, preseason games. games. Preseason, but preseason it's the like last practice. Show, it's for... the last show that we're not gonna have. We're not gonna not have a game to talk about. And that's so exciting. Oh my! That I can't so wait. Exciting. Next week we're gonna have two games to talk about because so they exciting. play Nipsing twice. Wait, not Nipsing. I lied. They play Laurier twice. <laughs> they play them mm-hmm. on the 14th and on the 16th. Yes. And I'm really excited. Hopefully, hopefully they win. I hope so. Yeah, we'll be cheering them on. Big. We'll be taking photos. Get yeah, we'll be there. We'll be there tomorrow. We won't be there on Saturday because it's in Waterloo. We will watch them. We will watch online. But, but we, we will definitely... You're not going to Waterloo. <laughs> no No, <shot. laughs> no. We will definitely keep... Waterloo is a drive for those of you who don't, who may or may not live in Ontario. Waterloo is a very, very far way from where we are. <laughs> None of us really want to drive. No shot. But we will be sure to bring the updates next week so that's the end of our show and like like we like we said the final show where there's not going to be games to talk about we look forward to seeing you back here next wednesday at 1 p.m where we will have games to talk about yes and i'm going to emphasize that a lot because we're both really excited and uh, also don't forget you can follow us on social media at dcsa riot radio and our personal podcast still has not gone up in followers Are but sure i i know it hasn't i would get the anyways but follow at ridgeback recap and um Here's some music playing us out at riotradio.ca.